So yes, I'm a uh, 800 pound uh, woman with uh, back hair. Just so, so you know. uh, okay. <laughs> what an interesting way to start this episode. Hello, this is Sean with Cheap Seat Reviews, and joining me is Sam, also Hello. from Cheap Seat Reviews. Yes. Uh, it, it has been well over a month since we've done a an anchor post. I'm sorry. Uh, life has been weird and confusing. For and everybody. Yeah. yeah. So, well, you know, I, I say this every time I finally do an episode that I'll try to do better about them, but let's just be honest. <laughs> uh if I can do one a month, you're, we're going to be pretty good. Uh, so today we're going to player one. I know that movie came out uh, like eight about, years ago. Yeah, about three weeks ago, oh. um, three and a half weeks ago, something like that. Um, I mean, Age of Ultron, not Age of Ultron. Avengers three <laughs> has already come out. Where did that come from? Avengers three has already come out, which I have not seen yet, but will soon. Um, I had to. I you to need go to home first. Yeah, I have to go home first. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, so Ready Player One, the Steven Spielberg-directed adaptation of the book of the same name by Ernest Klein. Yeah. Um, when this movie hit uh, the, the interwebs that, hey, this movie is being made, uh, Sam, you were giddy like a little schoolgirl. Yes. And said, oh, Sean, you've got to check this out. I'm so excited. I'm like, I have no idea what this thing is. And you said, check out the book. And so I did the audio book. I didn't read the book. I did the audio book, which is voiced by Will Wheaton, by the way, which is fantastic. Will. Will Will Wheaton. Wheaton. And I thoroughly enjoyed the book. It's so fun and clever. And and, if you're a child of the 80s at all, um, there's a lot of good stuff in there. And not even that. If you just like video games. because. Because I'm not really a child of the '80s, I'm more of a child of the '90s. I was born in '82, but I'm, you know, I and so I have an appreciation for the '80s as as a thing that happened. But again, I, I mean, let's be honest, you're not really aware of life until about eight years old, anyway. Yeah. I mean, you're just kind of doing whatever mom and dad says. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying like you don't really start formulating your own idea, ideas and stuff. I mean, of course, I have a son who's five who has his own ideas and things, but. Um, but anyway, his, but his, but your world is so influenced by your parents. You're not really aware. So I, you know, the nineties is really my, my childhood, but I still really appreciate the movie. Now let, let's, let's talk about the movie. Cause that's what we're here to do. Cause, uh, that's what we review is movies and things. Yes. So uh, the movie of course has to be different a little bit than the book. Or... Yeah. There's too much, you know, in, in a book you can dive into some pretty deep stuff rather than you know, what movies are able to do. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, movies based on books would have to be like seven hours long. Yeah. Like Lord of the Rings. Right. Like Lord of the Rings. But even then, like a lot of stuff still got caught. Yeah. A lot of the stuff got caught from Lord of the Rings. And so you look at the Lord of the Rings as kind of, they are the, the template, right? They are the gold standard. They are the standard because they did it really, really well. Yeah. And, they, they cut some stuff out, but what they got was the tone and feel of the movie. Yeah. Of the book. Of, you know, the, books. This, of the books. Right. Yeah. And they, they, they made them in a way that you, you felt like this is what my brain saw when I was reading. Yeah. And, and you, you kind of you went along with that. So, so do I think, I'll ask you of this of you, uh-huh. did, did Ready Player One, the movie, do that thing of the book and to me the answer is yes okay 
I, I'm, and, I've got a mixed answer. Yes and no. Right. So they, so one of the biggest things that they changed is that they changed how the 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 the, the player, our hero, yeah, uh, Parzival, uh, how he completes the quests. Like they change. Yeah. It, it got a lot faster. Himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the book, it takes him like eight months to a year once he kind of once the quest for him started once he figured out the first clue yeah to the point where he wins spoiler he wins um um where he wins that's like eight months to a year it was a long time he and and he does some very very clever things in the book to to achieve the goal yeah uh, and one of them being, he he hacks into the bad guy IOI, uh, and he does it himself. He does it himself, and he like physically goes there and becomes uh, an indentured servant, and and then breaks out. Like he does all these really really cool and clever things that the that the movie isn't able to offer us. Yeah. Um. And so, anyway, anyway I. I'm 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 trying to remember. Oh yeah, this is an anchor post. We have to keep this short. <laughs> um, so I'll I'll, I'll kind of leave it with this, and Sam, I'll let you to yeah. to, to kind of have anything else you want to add. Is that I thought the movie was was really really good. Yeah. You know, good good close to great. I enjoyed the hell out of it. It was really fun. Yes, it's a little bit of Spielberg kind of. Hey, look at me and how great I am! Kind of moments, mm-hmm. you know. Like, of course, we have to have a giant T Rex in the movie. Of course, why not? Yeah, and there's and there's a couple other moments. And yes, they took moments from the book specifically, like the DeLorean, the flying DeLorean from Back to the Future, and it was completely perfect that they got Alvin Silvestri to score the film, and yep. he actually got to score his Back to the Future theme <laughs> in in one of the moments. Um. But overall, I thought the movie was really good. I love the look of it. I like the tone of it. Um, and Sammy hit on some stuff that you said because you said it did yes and no for you. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think you know when you read a book, obviously, especially one you really like, you, you get a certain view in your head. And I and I think they did really well with the look of the film, especially when they are in the. Uh, I almost said Matrix, in the uh, virtual world. Um, the Oasis, yeah. It was amazing. The, the car chase alone is something I could watch. Still see something new every time I saw it. Um, but my big my big kind of downer for it was it just did not feel as epic as the book. Right. And you, you mentioned how Lord of the Rings got the feel of the book. I think they didn't quite get the feel. Um, the stakes weren't uh, as high as they were in the book. And um, certainly there's a lot of, of eye candy, but it just, at the very end, it's a lot of fun. You walk out with a smile on your face. But in terms of memorability, you know, uh, remembering things and remembering, uh, you know, being an all-time favorite or things like that, I, I don't think it lives up to standards of, of other great films, um, that especially Spielberg has done in the past. Right. I just don't think it has those moments that will stick with you forever. That Yeah, I, I get that. And... And, and honestly, I was while you were talking, I was thinking, am I more likely to watch the movie again or reread the book? Yeah. And and I'm actually probably leaning towards the book. Yeah. 
I, I, I don't know. I, I you know, I'd like. Not that movie. it's a bad movie. It's not. I think it's worth watching. But you're oh, yeah, not going to. You're not going to come away thinking this is the best movie you've ever seen. No, and and we've and we've had that even as recent as Ender's Game. That kind of yeah. same feeling. Yeah. Um, but I will say this: I about, I mean, honestly, got emotional, like teary-eyed emotional, when I saw the the Firefly class surrender to show up. <laughs> I know because right? I, I didn't. I didn't expect it, and I, it's in the book, and I didn't expect it because I didn't think they can get the rights to it, yeah. and they did, and I just lost my shit. I really did. So, <laughs> um, anyway, we're gonna wrap this up because yep. we're about 10, 10 minutes. So, uh, I, if, to to continue with the theme that we normally do with cheap seat reviews is we we usually do give the movie a, a one out of ten, and I usually do it here on Anchor as well, uh, a one out of ten. So, I, I'm gonna give it a solid seven point five. Oh jeez! <laughs> yeah, I, I, and you took my number too because I'm right. I'm right there with you. It's it's a fun movie to get yeah. through. It's a summer blockbuster. It's a return to form yeah. for Spielberg in terms of his summer blockbusters and, and a fairly decent film. Just not great. Yeah, and I and I haven't I haven't been near honestly been near a computer enough in the last two weeks to even look at on like what the numbers are for it. Yeah. I think it's doing really well box office wise. Now, of course. Avengers three just hit, and um, I think that's going to break a lot of records from yeah. what I'm reading online uh, because the movie is so fantastic. So I can't wait to see that. Yeah. Um, and we'll do uh, we'll probably do a full spoiler cast on that with the regular show. I think I don't know. Yeah. More to talk we need about to. With that. But Lots anyway. to talk. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, with that all being said, Cheap Seat Reviews is the main cast, the main podcast. You can check us out on iTunes, Google Play, and all those other other places. Uh, Facebook.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews and Twitter is at Cheap Seat Cast. And uh, on behalf of Sam, thanks for joining me and uh, thanks for listening. And we'll see you hopefully less than a month from now. <laughs>